Oh, the weather outside is frightful. It might be the perfect night for a podcast you may not know. It's the MWO. It's got no hops or popping, and there's not much take a shot in. But just listen to an episode. MWO, MWO, MWO. And when you finally meet the guys, Billy Peck rocks the microphone. Jake Wyatt's sleeves, they are way too tight. And Husvar's a bit psycho. It started with the neon sign, and well, you know, I'm the guy who keeps it shining. But who brings order to this major world? It's the MWO. This is Justin Walsh, a.k.a. Broski Springsteen, a.k.a. The Major Mark, wishing all of you out there a very happy holidays and a healthy new year. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to another new episode of the Major World Order podcast, a fan podcast to the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I'm a musician. I have music that is out there on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify. Just look up the band's Graveyard Smash and Before I Burn. I have a pro wrestling tease store. ProWrestlingTees.com slash ZombilyHorror. That's good enough. I don't need to keep promoting myself. Husvar, tell me a little bit. It is I, Husvar, a.k.a. The Major Mark Kid, a.k.a. Handsome Husvar, a.k.a. Heartbreak Husvar, a.k.a. The Andrelorian collector of all things wrestling movies tv gaming pop culture especially the major wrestling figure podcast merch i'm an aspiring filmmaker and film junkie and i'm also a supporter of the all ego ethan page and the very nice very evil dan Housen. and we also have our host the big jake boski aka the major mad hatter aka the sean kemp of wrestling figure collecting aka the most loyal turmoil terminator aka jake don't call me bray wyatt welcome to the major world order where it's just too sweet and you know what else is just too sweet pro wrestling slash major world order that's right we've got new shirts all ready for you in the holiday season pick some up today prowrestlingtees.com slash major world order all right guys <laughs> thank you so much for joining us uh pretty crazy week uh last week boys wouldn't you say so Dude. yeah <laughs> yeah so um we had a insane guest last week uh Mr. Thousand Dollar Broski himself, Matt Cardona. Uh, it was amazing uh, having him on the show. We had a blast. Uh, talked about a lot of cool stuff. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, what was some of your guys' uh, favorite moments from the show? Well, you know, I, I mean, just the whole thing starting with him just like randomly sliding into my DMs saying, hey, I, I want to be on the show. And then he's doing a Twitch stream talking to Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees about brawlers and all that stuff. 
he sees I'm in there and he goes, Hey, are you going to let me on your fucking show or what? (laughs) And that was a couple hours later. He was on and we recorded a full episode and then he teased a whole bunch of new major Mark merch. And, uh, so yeah, very, very cool time having him on. Oh yeah. Pretty much, um, me looking at my phone when I got out off of work and just seeing, you know, I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. And I, I freaked out and I ran home and mentally prepared myself for it. So, uh, the whole experience was amazing. Uh, thank you so much, Matt. Yeah, Matt, thank you very much for joining us. We, we definitely appreciate you. And, uh, you know, obviously thank you very much for sharing everything that you did with us. So we, we truly appreciate that. And it was a honor having you on here. So, uh, with that being said, uh, we do have another guest today. Uh, I mean, you all know him as the Major Mark, Mr. Justin Walsh. Welcome to the Major World Order podcast. Hey, thanks, guys. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, just a little bit of background for those of you who don't know who Justin is. Um, he is the gentleman who won the beautiful electrically filled neon sign actually sitting right behind him. I can see it there. Um, won that for the, uh, the marked video, uh, for the, for the major marks. So, um, let's just talk about that video. Uh, I mean, I remember, um, Billy obviously was the first major mark. Uh, you know, he came out with his video, which, uh, that's right. That lit, it, it lit a fire <laughs> under my ass. Cause I remember we've had this conversation personally, but, uh, you know, it uh, made me go, oh, shit, I got to get my – and I, I think I had like a month left, but I just – it literally freaked me out because I was like, dude, I got to win this. So, uh, you know, I, I put my ass in gear and uh, made my video. And then, uh, you know, there was a couple that – I mean, we've talked about – I think there was a total of 13, I believe, um, all of us included. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, um, Billy had a great – or, you know, Billy's was, was really good. And then, of course, you know, Husbar. Uh, his his was hilarious, but then uh, we saw a trailer to this, uh, and I and I thought that's all it was. I'm like, oh, that's that's okay. It, it was good, but you know, it's a little little thirty second trailer. I, I got it in the bag. It's not a big deal. Um, and then uh, then this guy just drops this bomb on us, and um, thirty five minutes long, and I was like, what the hell is this? So, um, you know, the the amount of time that you you put into doing this is crazy and you know um i i remember laying in bed with my wife watching this because you know she was very excited for me we already had a place picked out on the wall where the light was gonna go and i mean you know everybody told me that i was gonna win because i had the best video so you know we're uh we're watching your video and you know there's this guy in this house and somebody's stalking him and he's getting scared there's noises and you know, all these different things are going on. And then finally, at the at the very end, um, I, I believe I, you were murdered and, and carried up into the <laughs> attic. So, um, you know, with that being said, uh, we, we looked at each other and asked what we thought about the video. And we just thought the whole thing sucked. <laughs> no, no, it was uh it was really a great video man so um you know tell us a little bit about it you know what uh what inspired you for that and you know how did how did uh, how long did it take to make and you know just give us a little uh, insight on that yeah sure so so for me so my i run a hotel that's what i do for a living oh. right and um our hotel closed on march 15th for you know covid yep. 
uh, and, and I was sitting home and I knew that I'd be off for at least we had we're on a major university campus. So we knew that we were tying it to whatever the university did. We knew we wouldn't be doing anything till August. So I knew I was off from March until August. And I set the goal for myself. I'm a you know professional photographer on the side. That's my side gig. That's what I've been doing for you know 10 years. And I know nothing at all about video. And my main like quarantine project, my main quarantine goal was to learn how to to film and edit video that looked, you know, half decent. I was like, I have the gear, I have the ability to do it with everything I already have in my arsenal. I've just never really done it. So I had started taking like online classes, watching a lot of tutorials and stuff like that. Um, and at the same time, um, you know, my girlfriend was still going to work every day. So I'm, I'm home alone and I'm watching, I'm catching up on like a bunch of horror that I haven't gotten a chance to see, including like, I love paranormal activity. I love that series. Mm, yep. So I was watching that. And then I, and then I saw, um, I watched creep and creep too. I don't know if anyone's seen I'm aware of them. Creep. I haven't yeah. seen them. Um, but yeah. it's, it's really good. Like one person found footage horror. <laughs> So I'm really bad with deadlines. I'm very bad with like sticking to something that I start doing. So, you know, I had like plans to learn how to do video and stuff like that, but nothing like holding my ass to the fire. And then they announced this contest. And I was like, I was like, I know I'm not the biggest major mark. If you're looking at like merch and stuff like that, like I'm not, you know, aiming and yeah. I mean, earring. And, um, <laughs> you know, like, I don't have everything, but I do have, you know, this creativity I could bring to the table. So I was like, if I decide to, you know, make something that I, I hold myself to these deadlines, I have now a specific like project and goal that I'm working towards, like maybe I'll learn to film and edit. And then, you know, the original plan was was a little bit different. I was going to have my girlfriend help with a lot of the camera work and I was going to play the demon as well as myself. And then after a few shots, I was like, like I was doing so much directing as to like, hey, this is where I need you to be this because she's not a photographer at all. Um, and, and I was like, hey, will you, you know, play the role of this demon and, and <laughs> would you mind, you know, dressing up as a as a skeleton and running around the house in the neighborhood and stuff like that um and then yeah and then i just started like uh the other thing that really sold me was i had this really creepy video from me driving home from the toy drive last year so last year i, I went to the toy drive and my brother lives 10 minutes from creative pro he goes to to college up there so i stayed at my my brother's that night and it snowed overnight and it was the only time like last year, like we didn't really see snow in Philadelphia. So it was like the only snow I saw last season at all. And I was driving home really early in the morning and driving down this windy road in like Glen Cove, New York. And it was snowing and there were no other cars on the road. And I was like, this is so creepy. And I just took my cell phone out at like a stoplight and started filming. And I was like, I know I have that footage. So I was like, I, I knew that I had a starting point and I knew that I had some real footage that worked into the timeline of the story. And then I built the script around that and, and basically cataloged, you know, the whole, you know, especially since they were doing it for like episode hundred, I was like, let's mm -hmm. take the journey of this whole, you know, hundred weeks and like everything, like almost like there is almost nothing in the, in the script. Um, 
I should say storyboard because there was never like a hard script, but there was nothing <laughs> in the storyboards that wasn't real life. Like the story about, you know, going out to dinner for my birthday and my mom buying me a dude love, like in the midst of dude gate with me just saying like, Hey, pick any figure you want to like, that's all actual stuff that happened. Wow. Hmm. Um, so, so yeah, like there was very little with, with the exception of, of, you know, a demon haunting me, which, <laughs> which if you look at the 400 elites behind me, there is a demon haunting all of us, right? Now. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. the monkey on our back sure. every day That's that great. makes this the most expensive free podcast out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so that's where it came from. And it, it was, once I started writing it, it was very easy to write. And, um, you know, I spent three and a half weeks on it and that was the toughest thing. And, and like, I didn't, it was never my goal to come in at the last minute. Like I didn't want to, I wasn't like, oh, I'm holding off and I'm going to show people up by dropping at the last possible second. <laughs> like I was up until four in the morning editing things to make sure I got there. And the trailer was literally because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get this done. I'm like, this trailer might uh, be all there is. Mm. So let me put together something and then hope for the best. So I, I wish that would have happened. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, you know my whole thing was when they announced it, I was like, I'm gonna be the first one. I'm gonna be the first guy that gets something out, and hopefully, you know, it's hopefully it's good, and and I'm gonna do a lot of different things, kind of chronicle like my my journey of of becoming a fan of theirs. But also, like, if I'm the first one, if anybody does anything specific, like, I did it first. Right. Like, so not that anyone would have copied, but if there was anything similar, people could go back and be like, oh, well, that that was already done in that first video. Well, right. Yeah. Um, and that, that was a big thing for me, too, is that, like, waiting, watching them come in over the course of three and a half weeks and being like, so help me God, if someone else is doing right. this thing <laughs> and beats me, beats me yeah. to it. it it's and so, yeah, I was watching all the videos very, I mean, I was checking that hashtag multiple oh. times a day yeah. to see oh, if, yeah. if anyone came out with something new and... Um, you know, everyone that started to come out, I, you know, I'd have a good time and I'd laugh or whatever. And I forget who it was. I don't even know if he's like in the Patreon group. I saw it on Twitter and it was like him and his, his girlfriend or something. And like, oh he yeah, was, they like, were driving, they were driving yeah. the cemetery and he yes. went, what up dad? What up, dad? Like, oh, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So like things like that was like, oh, okay, this, you know, this is a fun, you know, little competition and. And, you know, all the way up until the end, you know, there was like eight people. And then like that, those last couple of days, like you said, you know, a couple more just started to drop, drop, drop. And, and the whole time, you know, I'm not banking on like, I'm going to win this, but I'm like, you know, I think I might have decent chances. And that, that, that teaser trailer came out and I, <laughs> I was just like, fuck <laughs> like and i even remember saying something like like responding to to your you know uh, post about it and saying something like I, I don't even remember like oh watching it 
not that good. Secretly, I'm going to win <laughs> or something like that. Which is funny because, like, that's how I felt. Like, I like it was so stressful over the course of you know that time doing it that every like I watched that thing 50 times before anyone in the group did. So, like, every time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh no, then like whole thing sucked. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's getting worse and worse. I'm like catching things that I missed, and I'm like, oh no, this is you know whatever. But I like I was so proud of, of what I was able to put together. Like achieving my goal that i had set out to do that i was like you know whatever happens happens and to go back to what jake says i i too had a spot picked out and i promise you your spot might not have worked because this sign is so freaking big that it <laughs> did not fit in the spot that i had picked out and i had to rearrange my entire room wow put it. yeah no, yeah it all worked it all worked out for the best you know but uh but yeah that's uh it's really cool now, my, and my my favorite thing about you know your your video was you know like me and Husfar are also big horror fans, um, so you know that element was cool. But like even more than that, like I did like watching you chronicle like all these major events, you know, and and you know uh, setting the the clocks. To, to certain times and dates and, mm. and whatnot. And like, heck, there was even a couple times I'm like, he did not film all this. Like, as it was happening. <laughs> oh, no way. And I'm like, no, that's, that's, that's filmmaking. And, you know, you did a great job with that. And, you know, like, even just at the very beginning, like, I'm waking up, I'm watching the, the clock go. And even, like, you're letting the minute uh, play out in real time. And it feels like forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, it's because it was longer than a, a real minute. Oh, you know, <laughs> there was, there, there you were go. so many cuts and like having to go back and like reset the alarm. Like that was such a hard shot to get right that like having to oh, reset yeah, Clark yeah. and have the alarm go off because like especially like as horror fans, like you know, like I wanted that like like that fade to black start with a loud sound start to the movie. You know what I mean? Like that's where the alarm clock came up, from because yeah. I wanted blackness and then a sound out of nowhere and and that's kind of where the whole story started right so no i i, I think i think you did a great job like i said just yeah. chronicling everything oh we're gonna go to smackdown because they're gonna be or raw or whatever it was they're gonna be performing and now i'm going to the you know the uh the toy drive and you know all that stuff yeah so that, that was cool thanks guys i appreciate it yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely are you going to the toy drive this year, Justin? I am going to the toy drive this year. I'll I am too. Thursday. I'll see you. Nice. There. <laughs> we'll see you there. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. Well, actually, um, real quick, Justin, if you want to bring the sign with you, um, I'll make sure to pad the lope and give it to the the Andrew Lorian there, and we, he can bring it back to me. You know, if you if you want to work out a little deal ski. <laughs> If it makes it back to you. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> as hard as this thing was to get on the wall, yeah. I don't think it's coming off anytime soon because no, it's no. not, it's not, there's no hooks. It's like, it's like a choose your own adventure as to how you're <laughs> yeah. going to make it stick to your wall. Yeah. So I, how, actually, how, because I'm, I'm kind of a fanatic about hanging stuff on the wall. Uh, how, how did you actually mount it to the wall? Do you have it like into the studs or? No. So I have it. So it's on a, it's on a clear piece of acrylic, right? Like okay. the whole, like the whole outside of it is, is a, a sheet of acrylic. Okay. And, um, and I used mirror hooks that are meant for like ah. a, a mirror that like you're yeah. mounting flush against the wall. Yeah. Because they have that little lip. Right. Um, because I didn't want to put any screws through it. And I know like some of the guys have it up with, with like, um, <coughs> with command strips. And I was like, there's no way in the world I'm trusting <laughs> yeah, this sure. command strip. So 
right? I knew in my mind, like I knew that I'm I'm a pretty handy guy, and I knew <laughs> like the 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 shape of what I needed, and I knew it mm-hmm. existed. I just didn't know in what form it existed. So I, sure. I went to Home Depot the day I got it and just walked like the fastener aisle for like 20 <laughs> minutes until I yeah. saw it and was like, that's it, that's what'll work, and it did. Right. So nice. And I think oh, yeah, Eamon, man. when Eamon bought the major mark sign, I think he ended up, because he hit me up and said, how did you hang this thing? And then <laughs> I think he ended up doing his the same way, too. So, yeah. All right. So um, so speaking of which, um, Justin, you were talking about you have uh, 400 elites behind you. Uh, now, um, I, I obviously through the video and everything, I did see you had a pretty crazy collection. Um, so go ahead and tell us you know, how you got started into collecting and, you know, tell us about your elites and, and, and all that. Yeah. So I did not own a single figure before I started listening to the podcast. Um, with the exception of like a handful of my childhood Hasbro's, um, you know, I'm, I'm roughly the same age as you guys. So I'm, I'm a Hasbro kid. I'm born in 85. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I'm, I have a very addictive personality so I started listening to the podcast and I was like, oh, oh, you know, like what, you know, let me go look at some of these elites and pick up some guys I want or whatever. And um, I went to like a local um, like flea market and found uh, a store that just happened to they didn't specialize in wrestling at all. They specialize in like uh, Star Wars and stuff like that. And uh, they had a couple Lucy's, which I knew nothing about. I knew nothing about Mattel elites at that point, other than, Hey, I'm looking for Mattel elites. This is what they look like. They have the split torso, etc. So, uh, I picked up all these figures, which ended up being all defining moments figures. So I got oh, like wow. the, the razor defining moments, the Hogan defining moments, the yep. Austin defining moments, like all of those for $12 each loose at this store. Damn. So, yeah. Who like obviously did not specialize in wrestling, didn't know what they sure. had and stuff like that. So then like, I just kept my eye out for, I was like, then I had a price point. I was like $12, like $12 is what I can pay for elites. So right. I'm never going to buy an elite over $12 okay. <laughs> and every single elite I see under $12, I'm going to buy. And then that's what I started doing. So anytime wow. I saw an elite under 12 bucks, I bought it. Um, and this was like the time of like the, the, you know, the four dollar Sami Zayn and stuff like that yeah, um, yeah, yeah so i just started you know amassing large amounts of of elites and and yeah like i said like i'm real bad with like if i get into something i will just buy and buy and buy and buy and buy i'm the same way <laughs> so that's that's what i got to and then i yeah. i have started paring down to like now so now my rules are like childhood guys mm-hmm. or people i've seen live um nice. but the problem is like i've been to a lot of events in the past five years so uh, almost everyone that came out in the past three years I've seen live. Yeah. Um, but I'm down to the point, like, like this year for Christmas, like I asked for three figures, uh, well, three wrestling figures at least. And my mom was like, you know, why, <laughs> you know, like last year you asked, you had like 50 guys that could buy from, and this time you have three. And I was like, yeah, I don't more than $12. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't really need any more at this right. point, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm just trying to hold myself to that because the one thing I really, the one thing I figured out once I built a, you know, a toy room, as as I know we all have that we didn't mm. expect to do initially, <laughs> um, is that I was like, I don't want, like, I love wrestling. I grew up loving wrestling, uh, and but but like I never wanted a wrestling collection. Like I wanted a toy collection. You know what I mean? And now I have, now I have a predominantly wrestling collection. <laughs> 
And I was like, I want to try to try to even that out with other things I really care about. So then when, you know, when Mark got into the Marvel Legends, whatever, and I did a video about how I spent a thousand dollars on Marvel Legends in a week, <laughs> like most of like 800 of that thousand dollars came from selling elite. So like I sold off $800 worth of elites that week wow. to buy a thousand dollars worth of Marvel Legends. Oh, but wow. that's started to like, I just, I just don't want it to be like all wrestling because I love toys in general. I love collectibles in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my I mean, like I collected like Funko Pops and like cards. I was a big car guy. I'm still a big car guy. Um, so like like childhood, like collecting, like collecting has been with me since I was five in terms of baseball cards. But that's it. Like I played with action figures. I loved my action figures, but I wasn't like a mock guy. I didn't I didn't save my car. I didn't save my my figures, anything like that for the most part. Um, I sold some of my original Hasbro's for a pair of shoes, which Jake will appreciate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I sold my Dusty when I was like 11 years old for the Jason Kids. Oh um, hell yeah! Oh, wow. Put the zooms. Jason yeah. Kids. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so so now I've started you know collecting other lines and I'm trying to to build some other lines up to where I want them to be because I've like far I'm like I'm maxed out of inventory for like at least the inventory I'm willing to give up to my wrestling right. collection I've maxed that out. So like yeah. that's where I wanted to stay for right now. That's pretty awesome, man. I mean, it sounds like you got, you're kind of like me, you got OCD really bad too, you know, where you have to have like a certain thing and it's got to be basically completely finished, you know, yeah, and totally. then you move on to the next thing. Now my toy room, uh, you know, it's strictly wrestling. Um, I, I, I have, a, you know, my little gym set up in the garage and I got some, you know, a couple of Batman things and I do want to get into, you know, back to the future and turtles a little bit, but that's, you know, pretty much it. But in here, it's just strictly wrestling and, you know, it's, it's hard to, keep that because you know especially because i have everything separated too you know i got my hasbros my Mattel retros the elites you know and it's but it all it all flows together too you know so i'm sure you know i can see you know in the background there you kind of got the same same deal where everything just kind of flows together and yeah and know, I have, it looks so, great so this is like a this is like a bonus room in my house and then right off of this room is my home office yeah. so like my home office is mostly not wrestling and then this okay. is Except there's a giant six foot Zack Ryder standing in the corner wearing. We'll we'll, we'll get into that here in a few. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So yeah. So like this room is mostly wrestling for the most part. Um. But then uh, you know the other side of this room that you can't see is Batman for the most part. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, like eighty nine Toy Biz Batman. Oh, nice. Um, yes. Hell and, yeah. yeah. And then like this whole corner of the room is 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 Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Uh, which you know never gets brought up as a fandom in this. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll I, throw I, remember, some... I remember when you did a uh, like a little tour, like I mean, probably you know over a year ago at this point. Um, but like going through, you know, the the whole thing. I, I remember seeing it, and and specifically, I was like, hey, cool, cool, True Blood dartboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that totally. Yeah. Yeah. Again, something that even more so, like nobody's going to talk about that, but I yeah. appreciate it. Good, 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 good. I'm a big Buffy Mark, uh, Justin. Oh, so, sweet, yeah, good, absolutely. good. I don't feel, don't feel weird. And they're great figures too. They like are. that whole line is amazing. I have the um the sideshow toy, the vampire Buffy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. It's so cool. I love it. I have a couple of the puppets from uh, from Angel, the oh, Smile sweet. Time. Puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's great. I, I'm a huge, huge fan. Cool, cool. <laughs> got nothing i got no buffy <laughs> I like, I like the original movie that's that's where i that's where i 
lose anything. I have. I did. I did um, uh, karaoke in a bar with Christy Swanson, the original. Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Like like really, really late at night or early in the morning at a con. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's cool. Hell yeah. So um, also, I know, like you'd mentioned a little earlier, you're into photography. So, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So like photography is like a side gig for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I work for a company that is I have my I I have a studio that I rent here. That's like my own stuff. Uh, And then I, you know, work for a company that specializes in like Greek life college photography. Mm -hmm. So like I shoot a lot of Greek life events like fraternities and sororities and stuff like that, Um, which I'm not doing right now because like every college in the U.S. is closed. But yeah, sure. uh, I just I got really in the in the photography uh, probably like 15 years ago. Okay. Um, I was dating a photographer and we went on vacation. And when we got back, we noticed that all the pictures that I took were better than the pictures <laughs> she took. And um, I was like, hey, so <laughs> I was like, obviously, there's something like like there's some inherent talent there. Can you like teach me everything you know about photography? Uh, cause she was a photography major, uh, at the time and she did. And then, you know, and then I went on and, and, you know, just, I love it. Um, yeah. that's one of the things that's really brought me back to wrestling too, is that like, I saw a I, lot of your, your pictures on Instagram, of, yeah. uh, like, live wrestling events and they, they look great. Thanks man. Yeah. So I, like I was out of wrestling. I think, you know, all of us were at, at yeah. some point, like I was mm-hmm. out of wrestling for a long time and, and my brother brought me back into it. Cause I have a brother who's my, my next youngest brother is 10 years younger than me. And then there's oh, one wow. younger than that too. Um, so my, my, my middle brother was a huge WWE fan, uh, pretty much the whole time that I was out of it. Now that I'm back in, he's out of it. Um, <laughs> But um, but yeah, so like I got back into wrestling by taking him to a Monday Night Raw uh, for his birthday uh, in Philly. And I got him. I got us ringside seats and um, and I couldn't believe I hadn't been to an event in, in so long. Um, and I couldn't believe like how what a great opportunity it is for a photographer like to be that close and it, to the action. Like it, it doesn't like, it doesn't, when you watch it on TV, you don't realize like how close you are and like how many moments there are um, that are, uh, that are great to be captured. So I looked into like, Hey, like what can I get into a venue? What can I get into a venue? Like what is, you know, allowed because you can't bring pro cameras into, into shows and stuff like that. So I got like the nicest non-pro level camera (laughs) that you could get specifically because all I had at this event was my cell phone and it drove me crazy because it was an awesome event. It was the night that um, Roman won the title from Sheamus, which there hadn't been a championship title change on raw. I think it was the only one of the decade or like the second one of the decade. And, um, and it was just such an awesome event. And that's what got me, you know, full time back in, but it was driving me crazy that I had all these like Roman came down from the ring with the belt and like celebrated with us. And like, I have all these cell phone pictures of this and I'm like, damn, I wish I had my camera. So I yeah. went out and bought a camera specifically for shooting, you know, wrestling events. And, and then I got hooked, like sitting ringside and just taking pictures. So I've been to like a bunch of shows since then that like the that's what I like. I get almost more out of it from that than anything else, because I love being able to capture the show the way I saw it, not necessarily the way they wanted to put it on television or the way they wanted it to come across to the live crowd. Like it's it then becomes my show. Um right. 
and I love it. Yeah. And that's really cool. Uh, you know, it's, it's so funny just, you know, hearing and seeing somebody, you know, somebody else's perspective, um, especially just like from your photography end of it, you know what I mean? Just like, you know, this is the way you're seeing it and not the way the WWE wants you to see it and your views. And it's just, it's more personal, you know, yeah, and totally. it's, uh, you know, it's something that you can really connect to. And especially, you know, like you said, uh, you know, taking your brother there for his birthday or, you know, that's just, that's a cool moment. And especially, you know, if, you know, if he, if he had the cam the, that camera at that time, it would have been more of a, you know, you could have done some cool, you know, gifts in the, in the future for, you know, stuff like that. Oh, but totally. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's, it's that's... like like I have a picture. I was there the night that um that the New Day broke the record for the longest reign that happened okay. in Philadelphia, like the longest tag reign of all time. And yeah. like I have a picture of that moment that I think is better. Like to me, it's better than the WWE version of that photo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, I have that and I'm the only one that has it. And like I feel so cool that I have that right. picture. And sure. it'll always be a story for me for the rest of my life for my kids, you know, and sure. stuff like that. So not that Absolutely. I have kids or I'm having kids anytime. I think the only person in this group that uh, has kids is obviously Billy. And then uh, Husfar, you know, he's a psycho, so he, he's not allowed to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were they were taken from him. No, yes. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he, 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 he's on a revenge hunt soon. <laughs> Coming to a town near you. <laughs> what is this yeah. taken <laughs> i don't i don't know i'm just going off the rails here fellas so uh one, one more thing i wanted to ask you justin just to talk to you about it for a minute and then i'll let the other guys uh you know talk with you a few um uh obviously the major fitness challenge uh going on uh man you've uh you've really made some progress uh you know you've been hitting it hard um couple shout outs i do want to throw in there uh stetson scott kuta and uh Derek kyle murphy um I've, I've talked with them a little bit and uh you know they're they're pretty inspirational as well so you know just uh get back to the major fitness challenge you know you really uh jumped on it and uh you know i never you know looked at you like and thought anything or anything like that but you know i've really seen your progress you know and it's uh and it's it's really amazing and i know I, I sent you some supplements and stuff and i hope that all you let you enjoyed it all and uh, I've, I've recently switched brands. I'm not going to get into that whole thing right now, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, so, uh, you know, congrats to you and, uh, you know, just go ahead and tell us how you, how you got decided to make that life change. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And it's, it, uh, it, I've never, like, I've always been a big guy and I've never been a big guy. Like I've been at least six foot since I was in like eighth grade, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, I've always like, I've always considered like I've always been considered and considered myself like overweight, but I also have always worn it really, really well where that like no one would ever like if I was at a carnival and hopped on the guess my weight thing, like they would <laughs> never get it right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I'd gotten into the point uh, I'd gotten to the point where um, when we went through, you know, start of quarantine earlier this year, I was like, you know, I'm going to get back in shape. Um, and, uh, I didn't do it and I hated myself for it. Like I was so angry that like, you know, my business closed from March till July and I sat on my couch, you know, eating potato chips and uh, I'm a pretzels guy. I don't know why I said potato yeah. chips, but, um, <laughs> but like, and, and, and saw no progress at all because I didn't do anything at all, you know? Um, so then, you know, when it happened again and when we closed, we were, we're closed again, uh, as of mid October, um, you know, I saw uh, it coincided with that time uh, that Julian joined the group and sure. uh, uh, 
all ego Ethan Page and um and had posted like his vlog his vlog mm -hmm. off with Brian and I started you know watching some of his other videos mm -hmm. and I saw his body transformation one and to me it was something that you know it really made sense the way he laid it out and how simply he laid it out and and I had I had gone through this journey once before in my life like 10 years ago um I, I was, you know, acting more and I had a role where I wanted to like cut a lot of weight for and I did and I was in like the best shape of my life and then I went back to being a normal person and working a nine to five and, you know, gained it all <laughs> back. So like I knew the roots of like what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing, what works for me, uh, what doesn't work for me. And his plan, pretty much, I was like, I know these are things that work for me. I, these are, in theory, things I've done in the past that have worked for me. I like the way he structures it. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to buy the supplements, he says. I'm going to, starting Monday, the first day of not work, you know, get myself to the gym and, and you know, stick to it. And, yeah, and, like, I, you know, and talking to guys like you brought up, like Stetson Scott Kuda, who's an awesome guy to talk to, a huge inspiration. Sure, um, he, but like, is he the one that won the... The, the weight belt, belt. The weight belt. Yep. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right yeah, and that was yeah. that was such a cool coincidence because they didn't say like you know the person that lost the most or whatever but right. he seemed it, to be the one that like he went through the biggest transformation that was oh, the yeah. most meaningful totally right. and he, and he was one meaningful, but he, he it was a big thing for for him and you could tell and he was always posting and he just happened to be the guy that that won the the, the big prize so that was yeah. that was disturbing and very yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah so i've just been you know i i haven't missed a workout since good it's on like day 46 or 47 or whatever now are um, you working working out seven days a week working out seven days a week nice. yeah um yeah i i just switched two weeks ago i switched to five in gym two in home gym okay. um because i was doing seven at the gym and i was like you know this isn't something i'm necessarily going to be able to sustain for the rest of right. my life and or if you know gym shut back down again i want to start getting myself into a system where like i know i can do this at home i know you know whatever um right. so yeah but you know i'm down like 30 pounds i'm down like awesome, four or man. five inches on my waist and it's like yeah. it's the, you know the shape of my body is completely different and i feel right. absolutely great and yeah that's awesome man hell yeah dude proud proud of you brother that's thanks uh, man i appreciate it you're, hell, a huge, hell a... you're a huge inspiration too oh, you, know? well, you thank you you man. can only I... look at those arms so often and not want to like get up <laughs> I, you and, know and what lift things I, i'd love to give you a flex right now but they're just so heavy i can't pick them up so. <laughs> but uh you know no I, I appreciate that you know it's uh you know it's definitely really changed my life too um you know uh I've been doing it roughly about a year now and I've, I'm down about, about 54 pounds. Um, you know, definitely in the best shape of my life. And I, and it was, it's kind of funny cause I always wanted to have that wrestler's body, you know, that just that jacked, yeah, ripped, you know, shredded and, you know, uh, but you know, 250 pounds, which is basically what I was. And, uh, you know, I wasn't eating healthy. I, you know, I was not exercising, but kind of similar to you, you know, I, I was always bigger, um, you know, very broad shouldered and everything, but I, I carried it well and not a lot of people knew I was actually fat, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, and I'd always wear bigger shirts to kind of hide everything. I'd layer up and, you know, all that stuff. And, um, you know, finally I just decided enough's enough, you know, I got to make a change and, you know, enough and, is and, enough and it's time for a change. Time for a change. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, it's a uh, hard quote for, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the nuggets. Yeah, so, you didn't want um, to be a nugget anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you know, it's just been a, a great 
thing uh, for me personally, obviously for you as well. And, uh, you know, there's so many, so many guys in the group that, um, you know, that, that have reached out and I, and I see him talking and posting, you know, Mike LaPuma's one. He's, uh, he's hitting the gym as much as he yeah, can. Yeah, working 12 and, hour days and still going oh, to the yeah. gym. You gotta, yeah. I mean, that's inspirational right there. Absolutely, man. I saw that he posted the other day, his boots were soaking wet, you know, and I think he's, he even mentioned, you know, I'm heading to the gym, you know, so good for him. And, uh, and anybody that's, uh, thinking about it, you know, you, you can reach out to any of us here. There's, there's so many great guys. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, Julian, you know, he, you know, can check his vlog out. Uh, you know, Justin, you can reach out to him, you know, um, you know, see, see what he's doing, what works for him. And, you know, everybody's bodies are different and, and all that. And I'm not going to make this a whole long spiel, but, uh, you know, we're, we're all here to help. So if, you know, if you, if you're thinking about it and you want to do it, just decide to do it because it's in the long run, it's, it's going to be the best thing for you because it'll help you live longer and, you know, live a long, healthy, healthy, ow, take a shot. A long, healthy, happy life. So, uh, you know, so can... I think it's fine that you, uh, you know, kind of went on about this for a bit because, you know, um, it is it is another big part of what this community is. You yeah. know, uh, uh, Matt and Brian wanted to get themselves in the, you know, the best shape that they could for for WrestleMania. And it's like, hey, you know, let's let's make this a thing in the group. It was, you know, it, we've talked about it uh, multiple times now that, you know, hopefully, you know, we've got some listeners outside of just Patreon, but a lot of our listeners yeah. come from Patreon and it is a very supportive group, you know, oh, it's... and it's not just at this point, it's not just about collecting things. Uh, it is about, you know, helping each other out in, in life scenarios, Absolutely. Uh, you know, people, people with jobs, um, getting jobs, uh, uh, family loss, you know, all that kind of stuff. And with that comes, you know, health in the major fitness challenge. So it's totally a worthy thing to, to spend a lot of time on and, and congratulations to the both of you. Like I remember, you know, watching your, um, your drop kicks with an X (laughs) YouTube videos, Jake. And, and, you know, after we had become friends and, you know, we don't like, see uh, we i mean we do now but for yeah. a long time we didn't like see each other all the time so right. it's like i remember seeing one video and you know you were bigger and then i saw another video it's like whoa like you leaned like your head's smaller <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy's wearing a robe now <laughs> so anyway like it, it's it's just one of those things you know you you when you can tell the difference in in people that yeah. have started to become your friends uh, you know, it, it's, it's a big deal and it's inspiring. And, and so, yeah, um, it's cool. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Cause it, it was kind of funny because it, I remember that day when you, when you messaged me that like, Hey man, you know, you really slimmed down a lot. And it, it just took me back. I'm like, you know, cause I see myself every day and everybody else that I'm with sees me every day. So right. They said, Oh, you, you know, you look like a lost little weight, but nothing crazy, you know? And, and I really hadn't been weighing myself either. So I didn't know. And I jumped on the scale and I'm like, Oh my God, I've lost 40 pounds. Like literally I had no clue. And, uh, you know, and I thought, but I was wearing, you know, work clothes and stuff. Um, sorry, my phone just went off. Stetson actually just uh, messaged me, but, um, (laughs) so, uh, you know, but, uh, my work clothes were getting kind of big and I just, you know, but I I didn't really think about it. But then when you would message me like, wow, you know, you really lost a lot of weight. And I'm like, damn, I did. And then I, I made that side-by-side picture and I was like, holy shit, man. Like I didn't even realize it. So it's, it's really cool that, uh, you know, see that, 
encourage your friends. Let them yes. know that you notice that they're doing good things, whatever yeah. it is. And unless unless your friend's Husfar, he's just a psycho and don't support him at all. <laughs> well, what did I do? <laughs> Nothing, baby. You know I love you. I just I just like busting your balls. <laughs> uh, Justin, I, I you know I I agree with you. I um so I I started watching uh, Ethan's video, Julian's videos um on YouTube as well, and uh, that that video he made is is so awesome and and just so in depth and so helpful on everything um and and jake too i mean he's been motivating me i'm on the opposite side i i'm trying to gain weight i i've always been a hard gainer uh, i forget if it's an ectomorph or an endomorph i forget which category i fall in but um i was always a hard gainer um i was always skinny my whole life and then when i hit like 30 i started noticing i, I you know are gaining more weight you know and you know stress also you know I, i'm a stress eater so that helped me gain weight too but it's it's uh it's i'm still learning on how to gain healthy weight on on how to gain healthy size uh so you know i always see all these posts of everyone losing the weight and i'm i'm on the opposite side i'm i'm like how do i gain healthy weight <laughs> you know how do i how do i get bigger but not like you know get fat you know so I, I, I'm, I'm with all you guys on, on, the, yeah. you know, the support that everyone's been then giving that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steaks and protein shakes, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. And salads. Um, so Justin, I wanted to get into something with you. Um, yeah. So the you want to, to get into it with me? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. no. Um, so the, the mannequin, um, yeah. <laughs> you, um, you got it for your ring worn gear, right? Your Zack Ryder Correct, gear. Yeah. So I'm, I'm also a huge collector of the ring worn gear and, you know, especially, you know, Matt and Brian's ring worn gear, which, um, which gear was it that you had again? Um, it's the orange, uh, like the orange drippy Zack Ryder gear, the orange and like turquoise. The, um, the one that's on the elite, right? The, with the one leg. No, 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 oh, no, no. Trunks, okay. trunks and knee pads. Um, okay. Yeah. Now, did you try it on? I did not try it on. <laughs> <laughs> that that's my end goals for the uh, major fitness. <laughs> oh God, please! I will yes. make a life size poster of that and hang it right there, <laughs> <laughs> right where his major mark sign was supposed to go. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. <laughs> Do you collect other ring worn gear? Is that the only one you have? I don't. So it's, it's, I've always like, since I've started my collection, I've wanted like a, a mannequin of some sort in it for like whatever. Like I found, like I've always been fascinated by like movie worn costumes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like I love, like, like as a kid, I would love going to like Planet Hollywood and being like, oh yeah. my God, like this is oh, yeah. the, the God, Indiana Jones, like, like <laughs> yes. costume, you know? So like I've always, I've always wanted that. And then, um, you know, I had FOMO from from the sale when they when um, when the guys got Future Endeavored and they started letting their stuff go, and then these popped back up and and I, I grabbed them and um, I was like, well, this is it. I was like, I want to I want to display it. I want to display it as a corner piece. Like I didn't spend you know a couple hundred dollars on something to just like sit flat against my wall, which I'm also running out of wall space. So it's like it's like you know let's let's make it a conversation piece. And it, at this time, it was like. 
it was right at the time uh, of of when the contest was going on and i was like it's i i talked myself into it being my consolation prize if i didn't win i was like well at least i'll have this like really cool you know cornerstone piece and stuff like that um and then uh so yeah so i found i was like well let me look how much mannequins are and they're really expensive mm. if you buy like a, a really really nice one and then they had this like weird one that <laughs> happened to have uh like rider hair like it had <laughs> it had like take care spike your hair hair built <laughs> into it and i was like oh i have to buy this so i was like right. it, it's like because most mannequins are, are bald or have just like a painted style hair and this had like actual spiky hair uh and it was relatively cheap all things considered um and it was the way it goes together as a one-legged mannequin which i thought was also kind of funny because it's <laughs> yeah. all like one piece except for the one leg which makes it look like one-legged tights even though it's not wearing <laughs> one-legged tights um so i got it assuming it would be a piece of crap considering like how much it was uh and then it was like incredible and then you know the the, the um uh, the gear went on it and then i bought a, a like the shirt he's wearing a, a woo, woo woo you know it shirt that was cut by broski so like <laughs> nice. he he cut it and it's like specific it's like a child's small like it's specifically <laughs> for the mannequin um and, and cut and signed and i have a, a white ic belt on it and um right now it has reindeer ears on it um <laughs> nice but yeah it was just like i needed to, that's in like my home office room that's next door so like i needed a cornerstone piece for for that room and and that's what i i chose to do so it's but like you like it's if you take the ic belt off it like what it cost me is not that it, like it's not crazy so it's like oh i can do this so this will be fine and fun and then i get to like it it's super cool and it scares people when they walk in the room like it scares <laughs> me like sometimes i'll forget that it's there and i'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> Every time I go to uh, flea markets, uh, you know, they open up flea markets for a little bit and I see mannequins there. I, th I think of you and <laughs> mannequin. <laughs> yeah, it was, see, like it was, it was never my intention intention for it to be like, uh, like, I don't know. Like I posted it to the group just to show off like, hey, this is how I'm displaying my ring work gear. And then like Matt turned it into a whole thing and was like made like a whole post about it. It was like, who knows that, like who owns this? Like. Justin or, or Mark Sterling or whatever. It was, it was really funny. That's uh, so, too funny. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I also I won some ring worn gear from Matt from the Broski break. Um, I got his major gear. Um, oh, sweet. I, yeah, I was so shocked. I won. Um, but yeah, it just I just wanted to touch on that. Um, absolutely. I didn't know if you, I thought you had more. I thought you had more ring worn gear. I don't like I have a ring worn Heath shirt that I bought off of Heath, but like uh, that's pretty much it. And like I don't have like I'm I'm big on like this is how like this is how I want to display it. So like unless I have the room for more mannequins, like I won't pick up more. You know what I mean? But right. like it, but like I like if I fell into like the opportunity to buy like a like a Back to the Future costume or something <sighs> like that, like like screen worn, like I would absolutely do it and stuff like that. And I love people that have like like mannequins as part of their display wearing like movie props and stuff like that i actually saw an auction um a couple months ago they did a, a big auction and they had some of the costumes from back to the future and i got so itchy but they were <laughs> they were so expensive yeah and, yeah, yeah. And, i can't imagine um i also collect um movie movie memorabilia um actually to <laughs> for buffy and angel i have one of his shirts um from 
20th Century Fox that I won years ago. My brother got for me. That's awesome. Um, I but I I need some mannequins to to yeah, display. Yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been trying to. I'm thinking about getting like some frames to to put them. But like you said, it's the wall space just. You know, it's so tough just collecting. Yeah, because so it's such a big frame. Like, if you want to frame it in the outline of whatever it is, like, it's so it's such a big frame, you know. And yeah, right. Yeah, that's what the it, ceiling's for. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all that real estate, baby. I would be so nervous. It's gonna just you know Drop pizza, down, pizza yeah. box down. You know, well, <laughs> you, you, know you know, Husfar would have it above his bed, <laughs> and and the, the mirror would be on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome so uh justin you um you know obviously talking about movies a little bit what are uh what are like your top three favorite movies um you know uh, of all time jeez (laughs) (laughs) so much for a song yeah uh man it's tough uh you know back to the future is a very important franchise to me like very very important franchise to me it was it was huge to me as a kid uh i could recite at least the first movie word for word dude um i played we we have so much in common it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. i played i played back to the future all the time as a kid like i thought you know um yeah uh i absolutely love it so like that's really important to me i'm looking at my dvd collection right now to like to to see Get some there's ideas, um yeah. i'll throw a curveball there's a movie called life as a house that no one has ever seen uh starring hayden christensen yep um I've which seen is that. is like uh like personally like it, it's like it's not close to my life story but like it hits me in the feels like i think it's a a really well done movie i think it's a, a really really uh a really really great script and then um i'll throw a curveball I'll throw my favorite current horror movie uh, that a lot of people haven't seen. It's a movie called Hell Hell House LLC. It is an there's insane now, right? What's that? Are there three of them? Yeah, now? there's three yeah. of them now. Yeah. Uh, the first one is an insanely good uh, low budget indie that uh, not a lot of people have seen. Uh, that is, you know, so 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 good. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's weird. I like I when I was younger, I was a big movie guy, and like now I'm not anymore and and it's just like it's like that's such a tough question for me because i love i i'm i'm gonna get real metaphysical but like i i I love art in general and like i appreciate things about every single movie so like if you say like like oh like what like like coco is like pixar's coco is one of the best scripts to come out in the past five years of like any movie you know what i mean but like is coco one of the best movies ever made like no but it's like beautiful art so um so yeah so it's I, i'm all over the place i love all things i have a, a wall of dvds with a thousand dvds on it um i'm with so, you i have like yeah. four thousand so with that comes basically everything yeah <laughs> so, well yeah. i i used to do the same thing i used to have literally bookcases full of dvd i mean it was vhs's before that you know and mm-hmm. then i'd switch over to dvd but what i ended up doing i mean obviously now everything's digital but uh yeah, oh, there you go. You got VHS right there. But um, what what uh, my wife and I ended up doing, we got some like CD binders and just took the discs out. And I mean, oh my God, what a lifesaver that's been. But 
now they're just sitting there. You know, we we don't use it because everything. You know, just buy it on yeah, Amazon right. Prime or whatever. Like, I you haven't know, just... touched one of my DVDs in forever. So Same. yeah. But I when I bought this house, the first thing I did was build a wall of custom like DVD storage because I knew Hell that yeah. I had like I knew that like twenty percent of my boxes from moving was worse yeah. DVDs. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, let me let me build this wall and then I can get them all out of the way and then I can do everything else. So it right. doesn't take up a lot of space for me because it's like very custom built into my house. Right. Um, yeah. And That's then, cool. but yeah, but yeah, and I mean, it's just kind of like how you know, DVD, ah, Jesus, take a shot. Um, DVDs, you know, have, yeah, I wish I had one. Uh, <laughs> that you know, they, they're kind of they've gone out of style, but now VHSs are coming back and getting popular, so you know, it's just a matter of time before it becomes cool again, you know, yeah. um, for sure. But uh, so back to the uh, back to the future a little bit. Um, I guess I'll just say which of the three is your favorite. Hmm. <sighs> I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for this. I know what you're I'm going to say three. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. It's my favorite Western. Yeah, yeah. So, know, yeah, I me mean... too. So, like, I, I just, <laughs> I love three. I love the, like, I was the right, right age when three came out to right. really love three. You know what I mean? I right. really love the feel of that. And, like, when he, like, when he's got, like, like just little moments of that that are such, like, huge parts of my childhood. Like, when he flips the drum around, when they're playing the, like, Oh, ZZ remix, Top. Like, yeah, the, yeah. That's so, like, like I, like, I can just remember that so well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it's, I, I, I think three, I mean, the, the first, like, one of the first things I did in quarantine this year was watch the trilogy again. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I asked for the, uh, I asked Santa for the um, 35th anniversary yep. uh, 4K UHD version of the, the cartoon. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I love three. I mean, I love them all, but I yeah. love three. Same here. Uh, you know, it's it's hard for me to like if I had to choose one that I could only watch for the rest of the life my life it probably would be three just because it's it's just the compilation of everything you know what I mean and it's so cool because it's you know a hundred years in the past and then uh, just just the everything the um the designs of you know like the um the backdrops and every it just it was just so well played out in, in oh, my totally. mind and, like that drive-in like just the visual oh yeah driving and when he's driving through and yeah right yeah it's just uh it's just so cool though and then you know when they found the uh the delorean you know in the in the uh cave and everything you know just sitting up yeah, on left. jack or you know yeah he's yeah left there but it was just it's just so crazy but then my mind starts wandering a little bit and like well wait a minute there was actually three deloreans there at the same time yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they're, you know, so, you know, you just, it just comes up. You, your mind can get away from you and you uh, can run into so many different directions. It's kind of cool. I'm not going to get into, we'll uh, have to do a. Uh, there's so many, like, like, there's so many great movements in that, in that movie. Like, where he's like, oh, Frisbee. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, uh, even, you know, Mitch from Hastel Toys said that three is his favorite as well. Like, yeah. if Broski hears these, he's gonna, he's gonna have David C. Anderson kick <laughs> a few people out of the Patreon group. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever doesn't agree with us, they can, uh, you know, we got two words for him. Back to the Future 3. <laughs> that's, that's heavy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's heavy. We'll, we'll have to make that a shirt. That's heavy. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, very cool. Um, Yeah, man. So, so kind of did some things out of order here. You know, typically, um, 
you know, our, our last two recordings were with, with Mark and Matt. So there wasn't a whole lot of talk about like the podcast itself. Um, you kind of talked about how you got into wrestling, but like, what was your first interactions of, or, or, you know, viewing points of, of the majors, you know, Matt and Brian specifically. Yeah. So like I, I missed so much of the run in general because that's the time that I was away from, from wrestling. And then I got back into wrestling like in, at the end of 2015, right? Like five years ago. And, um, and I, I took my brother to this show and I didn't really know anyone. Like I didn't know anyone on the roster for the most part, um, except for the people that were still there, like inexplicably still there from when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I started doing like, like research on the guys and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I found this guy, Zach Ryder, and I was like, oh, like this guy's the same age as me. Like this guy's a Disney mark. Like this guy, this is the kind of guy I would cheer for because this is the kind of guy I am. You know what I mean? Like, like I saw him as someone who was like not afraid to be a fan of things uh, and just seemed like a nice, normal guy. Um, so like I, I became a, a Zach mark and then. And then, you know, shortly after he won the the IC at, at, at WrestleMania, and I was like, well, that's my guy. I was like, I haven't <laughs> even like seen him on TV this year, but that's him and he's doing it, you know? Um, so I got really into it. And then um, and then like I didn't even know, like I didn't know until after the fact that like I was at Brian's uh first match back uh when he was rehired. Like his very, wow. very first match was a dark match in Philly. Yeah. Uh, it was Kurt Hawkins one and oh because he won that match. <laughs> Um, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, like I didn't even know until after the fact, like once I got into the pod and stuff like that, cause that was probably like six to eight months before the pod started, before I got really into the pod and I was going back and looking at pictures and I was like, that's that guy that got like a huge pop that night <laughs> that I was like, who the hell is this guy? You know what I mean? So then, then I became a huge fan and obviously, you know, rode the wave of the podcast and, and, you know, I was big, I've always been a big podcast guy. Uh, you know, like Jake, I was, la I was laughing, listening to your stories of like, what's a podcast. Like, right. <laughs> I'm such, like, I'm such, like, all I do is listen to podcasts. Right. Um, so like, I was a big, um, uh, I was a big like Conrad and Bruce guy. And, uh, I, you know, I had, I had caught up to that and I was, you know, I tried Jer Jericho, like Jericho wasn't for me, like every other episode was for me, but like it, there was two of a, it, it wasn't enough wrestling based for, to keep right. me interested and in right. stuff like that. Um, and then like, I, I shot around to some other things and then I was like, Oh, like, like Zack Ryder has a podcast. Like, let me try this out. And this was probably like, there were probably like six or seven episodes in at that point. So it was really yeah. easy to like catch up and stuff like that. And then I was hooked and then, you know, I became, you know, huge fans and stuff like that. But Hell very yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, and so then with that, uh, you know, you join in the, the Patreon and, you know, being in the Facebook group and, they're always giving, you know, like these kind of prompts to do cool things and whatnot. And, and not that, that this was a prompt, but you came out and, and well, I'm going to, I'm going to show something. Um, you came out with this. It's cold down along Stomp Paradise Beach. Winds ripping the trunks off people like a rapid delivery. You guys all been doing <laughs> kick hunting real hard. Swaggle, you been. You've been shipping things without peanut chops, so Santa will bring you some chocolate, right? <laughs> 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 
You better tie flame, you better know how We're spreading the tree like Rikishi now And Zach and Kurt are decking the halls with Silver bells and silver balls. It's a major pie. <laughs> I, I hate watching myself. Just... <laughs> oh, we're making Bill sweat. <laughs> I love that I don't touch my guitar like like as if I'm actually playing the entire time. Like I've been playing guitar since I was 13. I can play guitar. We spend each week retweeting with hopes of figure fade. But Zach keeps mispronouncing names, so you better take a shot for Broski Say. You better take a shot for Broski Say. Oh, say. you better make a triple A ray almost ruins Zach's life. All right, so I don't need to play the entire thing. Um, no, no, you don't. <laughs> um, but no, um, you, you, uh, you put out this this song. You 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 made a parody of the Bruce Springsteen Christmas song and came out with Broski Springsteen, or yeah. you know, there was a couple potential names for it, and and I, I thought you did a great job with it. You know, the production of it's good. You you sing well. You you know, uh, I don't know if you just set it up to like a uh, like a karaoke track, or if you actually like recorded your own versions of everything in the no, video. No, no, no. That one's that one's tracked to a karaoke track. There are ones that have happened since that like that I've recorded everything for, but yeah, no, that one's just tracked to a karaoke track. So you know, this is this is our Christmas episode, so we have to we had to give it a, a little bit of a play, and yeah. and I great. don't know we're recording this kind of early. So at the point uh, that this is released and maybe we'll, maybe we'll play it if it's done, but you're working on another song. I am working on a song for this year. So uh, lyrics are currently being written and it's just a matter of finding time to, uh, to lay it down. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If, it, if it's done, like I said, this will be probably released on Christmas Eve. Sweet. So for those, you know, listening as this is released, uh, Again, maybe. grab a grab a cocktail, kick back. I know, maybe 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 I'll do like a maybe I'll do a, a major world order exclusive Christmas show, like a bonus Christmas Ooh. song. Oh baby, for, <laughs> a bonus yeah. Christmas song that's just for, got me uh, itchy. You guys I yeah. love it. Hmm. Yeah, that got me thinking. So, well, if you do, we'll we'll play that as our intro. Okay, so Joe, as far as taking his pants off, be careful. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> So, so for, for, so for people listening to this, if the show started off with with a different intro than our our major world order one, it's because Justin was kind enough to to write a Christmas yes. song for us. Yes. Thank <laughs> if, you, brother. If it starts with the major world order intro, 
he didn't get around to it. Yeah, <laughs> I, and then, I, I and then we will not we will not air this episode then if that doesn't happen. So. Yeah, <laughs> I forget like why I did that song in the first place too. Like I was, uh, I think it just came to me on a whim and I did it. Like I forget if there was any like prompt or anything for me to to actually do it or or if someone was like like it might have been said in the pod like oh someone should write us a Christmas song and then I did it but I for I forget I, I don't think the details of it. Mm. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I just did it because I was like bored, and then and then Mark <laughs> was like, "Oh my God, send this to me!" Right. Yeah. Put it in the pod, and I was like, "What?" I was like, this "Yes, was, please." I was like, "No, because no, I was like, this is for three hundred people to to uh, to hear." And it's like <laughs> I like I like I've been a, a stage actor for like I'm you know a musical theater guy and have been for years and years and years and like like I get paid to sing in front of people like that doesn't freak me out but like also like that was not produced to my my personal perfection that was like for a room full of like 300 peers that are you know just as hype about things as me so like when he was like oh we're putting it in those like oh my god <laughs> like i'm glad it happened and then oh, it's yeah. funny it's funny because because um uh, that was like right before the toy drive and mark was like i'm gonna come out to that at the toy drive and then he didn't and i was there and i was like like during the match i was like mark you suck but like he didn't hear me but <laughs> yeah. like, you liar that's yeah. really funny. he just flashed one of his silver balls at you like leave me alone <laughs> you know you could you could uh take like a screen cap of of him saying that and be like you know we didn't come out to this last year so are you going yeah, to then, this yeah. or what amon will have to I, make I better, a card called get to broken sing your promises entrance theme in person next time you're in oh. aw or something like that you know what i mean <laughs> yep. that's that's a pretty cool yeah. idea a friend of mine was one of the people that sang Jericho's at um at whatever a couple pay per views ago. Oh no! That, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend of mine uh, was one of those people. It so. was a girl, oh, right? Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a uh, that was remember, so cool. Remember that. that was awesome. So yeah, um, like you said earlier, you're so into art, and you've done acting, you do photography. Um, and you're a musician and, uh, so like, you know, what's, I don't know, give, give, give us a little something about like each one of those. Like, is there, is there original music somewhere or, or, you know, there, anything actually, that people like check out and support? Um, you know, my Instagram's at Justin Walsh photography. Um, that's like the vibe of the stuff I do. Um, and then I'm also Justin shoots wrestling on Instagram, which is like, that's, if you just want to see like my live event photography, like I have stuff there. Um, it's not, you know, like musically, like I, in a couple weeks ago in the, in the card club, when, um, when Aaron did like Aaron did like coffee shop, open mic night or whatever, I actually dropped a couple videos in there of original stuff. So if you want to see original stuff, it's just find that post from however many weeks ago it was, but like, it's, um, it's you know I was in bands all through all through high school and college and stuff like that and I just like like I I love art so much that I never want art to be my job because I never want to get to a point where I hate it you know what I mean right. so like yeah. I've always had I've always surrounded myself with art but it's always been a side gig um, and that's the way you know I prefer like I have a brother right now that's you know up in up in in New York on a school and wants to be a Broadway star like and is going to be because he's absolutely incredible like. Uh, like I can't do like that's not my thing. Like I don't want that to be my nine to five a, at all. Like I, I and I tried that life and like I had that life for a little bit and like it's cool for a little bit, but then it's like there's a huge difference between something being 
like like I think for a lot of us, like this group, like we say all the time, like the the Patreon Patreon group is like our step away from everything. You know what I mean? And like art sure. has always been my my step back from the world. So like I try to keep that as not too heavy because I don't I don't want it to I don't There's ever want my yeah. Yeah, I, know, I was right? just thinking it. <laughs> There's something yeah. wrong with the Earth's gravitational the, the gravitational pull. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no so so yeah uh yeah there's i mean there's music out there if you if you dug hard enough but um and there's there's photography out there and and stuff like that um uh justintakespictures.com www.justintakespictures.com for some reason if you don't put the ww in it goes to like a weird thing because it's like a forward um but yeah a lot of my photography is like my so, travel for so my husbar is gonna <laughs> Go punch that in the old Google machine, and he um, took his pants off again. But uh, but yeah, like uh, <laughs> I just yeah, added I, you I, on everything, Justin. I, I love um, Husfar. You haven't said much this whole time. <laughs> he never does. This this is what he does. He just sits there and stares at you. Um, Psycho. But yeah, no. Like I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the platform to put my stuff out there. But um, I'm also like, uh, if you want to see some of my stuff, hit me up, and I'll I'll, I'll point you in that direction. And if Excellent. you find some of my stuff, like that's great. Like I I never know I never know where I want my future in art to go until it goes there. Uh, and yeah. that's kind of you know how I've always lived my life. So, hell yeah, yeah. that's cool. Well, um, I, we need to get to the portion where we. We have giveaways. The Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, if you get your question answered, they give away 8x10s. Us guys give away 4x6s. Ho! So, <laughs> Jake, this was your round. So, yeah. Uh, there was actually, yeah. Actually, um, I'll let you guys go ahead. And, and I know normally I, I'll start this one, but... Uh, there were so many good questions. Um, I actually wrote a bunch of them down. So, uh, Billy, I'll let you go ahead and start. And then, obviously, Justin, you know, feel free to answer as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, and, Sweet. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask if this is just a you guy thing. Or oh, no. Oh, no, no. You're, you're included, baby. So, we can answer. Yeah. yeah. So, um, mine comes from Major World Order's first guest, Aaron Ortiz. Hmm. He said, hypothetical house fire. What is the one figure you're grabbing? And I'm going to cheat because <laughs> as now people can't see this, but as, as we can, can see, you know, Jake has a window right behind him. And, and that's the same thing with me. I got one of those smaller windows. All my main stuff is in my basement and right by the windows is a lot of my stuff. I'm busting out one of those open uh, those windows and I am just throwing piles of figures out the window to try and get whatever I can out. So um, I guess what would be the first ones like directly underneath one of the windows is just about all my Ninja Turtle figures. So I would probably be throwing those out first, but I'd be throwing a lot of stuff out that window. I don't want my stuff to burn down. You, you got to pick one though. That's what he said. Well, it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, I try that's... to pick it. Well, so is this fire, but you you don't have time to decide. You gotta <laughs> you gotta grab something and go, baby. Um, I don't know. So I, I suppose it would probably be. It's all gonna burn. It's all going down. 
No, I suppose if I do have to pick one, and it's not even necessarily like my absolute favorite thing, but it, I mean, it's pretty up there. Um, and I, for some reason, kind of forget about it. So when we were asked what was the most we've ever paid for a particular uh, figure or item like that, um, and I said my Puppet Master stuff was 300 I actually have uh, an in-the-box uh, replica Chucky figure or doll. Um, that's life's or, you know, to scale and, and, and all that. So, and it's like worth like 500 bucks. Nice. So I would probably throw that out the window. <laughs> uh, and, um, then I guess if I need to, I, I can maybe sell that for some profit or something too. <laughs> so it's, it's logical and I like it. Yeah. There you go. How's um, far? I'm having a really hard time picking cause I have so much stuff. Um, does it have to be a wrestling figure or just in general? Uh, I, I would I would just go with like collectible. Like what's what's oh. like the one collectible thing that you would go oh, with? Oh man. Um, uh, <laughs> um I guess I guess I'm gonna just gonna say my uh my signed edgeheads figure, uh you know, signed by Matt, Brian and Brian and Edge. Um Pre uh, running, you know, running hair change. Um, I guess that would be my my main thing, just because of how much the pod means to me. Then sure, my number sure. my number two would be my inbox uh, NWO Elite Macho Man, probably just because it's so expensive. Right. Dude, um, I going with that thing. I would go with your uh, your uh, Conan. Conan. I can't throw that out the window because if I throw that out the window, it's broken. Maybe it's just the one thing you like. I can grab this and run out the door. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd probably pick that. It's really cool. It was like, super expensive. Well, um, and again, it's logical. You can sell that thing and buy a bunch of stuff back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Justin? Um, mine would be, I'm going to see if I can grab it because it's right here. Yeah. Hey. I designed that shirt you're wearing. I know people can't see, but you guys can see. Um, so this is the one mock Hasbro I own. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, nice. So so my mom my mom was a single mom uh, up until uh, she started you know dating the guy that would eventually become a dad uh, when I when I was like five. And one of the first times uh, he came over, like one of the first times I met him, we played wrestling. Like that was what we oh, that's did. That's awesome. And um, we we were playing, and he was he was this Hulk, and he was playing, in my opinion, too rough. And I said, <laughs> I said, you know, I'm the boss. Kid. I was like, sir, um, calm down. Like his arms aren't meant to open that far. You know what I mean? Uh, right. And he was like, oh no, it's fun. It's you know, he's Hulk Hogan. He can do whatever he wants. Um, <laughs> and then and then the next thing we knew, both arms snapped off, and that was now like. That was, you know, my my first impression of the guy that would eventually be my super awesome, amazing dad, um, and and yeah, so like when like he, he months ago. what's that? Post about this a number of months. I did, ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I told this story that. last yeah. Christmas, yeah. So so last Christmas was my first Christmas uh, back into collecting, and my parents got me a new one, uh, Minnow hmm. card, uh, yeah. to replace the one that he promised. Uh, promised to replace in 1990 and never did so <laughs> so yeah so that that because that figure is so that's such a childhood moment for me like and that's such oh, yeah. an important like i'm a big family guy you know what i mean not like oh, yeah. fa- not like brian but like family <laughs> guy um, right, right, right. 
but like uh <laughs> so like that that mean that figure means so much to me even though i have other figures that are probably worth more sure yeah all that all that sentimental value absolutely well my figure is very easily easy it's uh the one i just received my ultimate edition shinsuke nakamura because you because you made the it. custom <laughs> i'm kidding that's not my favorite <laughs> but uh no honestly i mean there's a ton of them in here but i mean i'm just gonna go with the uh slim jim macho man uh, hmm. my wife got me that and it was just a yeah it's it's so cool and iconic and you know i love it and you know it was a gift from her so i you know definitely cherish that so that's that'd be the that'd be one of the one of the two that i'd grab because I, I got two hands so the other one would be the uh <laughs> the uh, defining moments hulk hogan so but yeah, yeah it, it, Billy, you made it hard when you switched it from figure to collectible because I was like, oh, yeah. that changes the game because, yeah. Yeah, you got to stick to the script. All right, how far, what's your question? I forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. It was, I'm, let me get the full question. One sec. Okay, I got it. All right, so the full question. I, I I have a cliff note version, but let me let me give the full version. Um, what's uh, Jeremy Jernigan asked this question, and it's what's everybody's most recent FOMO purchase? <laughs> Actually, so, he was the one I bought the uh, Shinsuke off of. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, brother. Um, for me personally, it would probably be that the Razor Crest, the um, the Hasbro, the the back back the barge <laughs> Razor Crest. Um, I was down to the last half hour on, uh, whether I should buy it or not. And Matt is, you know, Matt's very convincing, uh, with his reasoning <laughs> of why to buy it. Um, so he was a big decider and why I got it. Um, you know, if I end up not keeping it, um, I could just sell it and, but I, I think I want to keep it because I love the Mandalorian. So, and you know, oh, my yeah. name down there says, uh, I'm the Andrelorian, so I, I have to. <laughs> Psycho. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Justin, what about you? Um, I'm going to say an Xbox Series X because I am not a, a gamer at all. Um, like, I love, like, I play Madden. Like, I love playing Madden, and, and that's pretty much it. And, like, I try to be a gamer. Like, I own so many games, but I, I'm like a play for 20 minutes or play for two days and then get tired of it guy. Um, and then I bought Planet Coaster, which I don't know if anyone's ever played, but it's like a, it's like kind of like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yep. Um, but oh, cool. it's like it's like real world physics and like amazing and stuff like that. And it's hmm. optimized for the for the Series X. So I bought that and became obsessed with it. And then I was <laughs> like, well, let me like try to get like they're so hard to get right now that I'm like, if I get one, it's figure fate. You know what I mean? So yeah. so I got one from Walmart. And then I got the dreaded, like, oh, your order's been delayed. They're yep. no longer available or whatever. And then it shipped today. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I bought, uh, like, and I won't use that system for gaming at all. Like, I know that I won't, but, uh, <laughs> but I got one. So that's my uh, my most recent FOMO purchase. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would probably go with, um, and, yeah, it's, it's definitely not anything wrestling-related or figure, um, just kind of like you uh it was um the recent friday the 13th uh blu-ray box set mm. from uh scream factory uh i forget how many years ago four five six something like that maybe they um they released like a huge comprehensive set of the halloween films 
and I got that and like it was unavailable and goes for hundreds of dollars now. Um, but like it was unavailable like a week later. So uh, the Friday the 13th box set, it's something that I wanted. I probably should have held off on it a little bit because it's like 130 bucks. Um, for, you know, for movies that I already owned several times and whatever, but this is like a, the most comprehensive box set and 4k and all that and whatever. But like, I ended up getting that like at the last minute before it officially went on sale and they're still just like available. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, it's, so, it's an awesome, but that set. kind of that thing is, yeah. is, you know, you, you, you get something because it's like, Oh man, like if I don't, and that's the collector's market nowadays. If you don't get something, chances are you're not getting it unless it's secondary, you know, aftermarket. Uh, but that happened to to stick around a little. But anyway, that's that's mine. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to think because uh, I've been buying Christmas presents, you know, lately. And I'm just that's all I've been focusing on. So I'm like trying to think. I know. And the other thing, the other problem that I run into, I, I always buy so much. Like I tell myself, I'm not going to buy anything for myself for a couple of weeks. I'm going to get caught up because, you know, I always have like screenshots of my PayPal, you know, like, OK, this is my receipt, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going through and I have like 25 things. And I'm like, I don't even remember what is, this is for. You know, so I, anyway, um, I just uh, last I think it was last week I bought uh, from him. I mentioned it on last week's episode. Um Henry Sugars uh, s- sold me the um, Black Trunks uh, Series 10 Shawn Michaels Hasbro and the Purple uh, Series 10 uh, Razor there. Oh. So I I had to get those. It was a killer deal. I mean, I couldn't believe I got them as cheap as I did. So, um, you know, definitely uh, I almost missed out on that because, uh, you know, Swaggle. Uh, that son of a tried bitch. To, yeah, he threatened to stab me over it, and you know, still had, still hasn't returned my shoe. So you know, waiting to get that figured out. But uh, but yeah, that's that's my uh, most recent FOMO purchase. So yeah, all right. Um, let's see. All right, I'm gonna pick. Uh, my question is from Brandon Mayhew, a good buddy of mine. Uh, which line slash series have you been itchy to get into? but have not yet pulled the trigger on and why? Well, um, for me personally, um, we were, you know, mentioned it quite a few times this episode, Back to the Future. Uh, the NECA figures came out recently and I've really been wanting them. Uh, you know, I've actually, I, I saw the um, Tales from Space, uh, uh, or Tales from Outer Space NECA uh, at Target a couple, few weeks ago. And I, I had it in my hands and I just, ah, I don't need it, you know, because I don't really have a, you know, I mean, I have my toy room here, but it's just for wrestling, you know? So, but like I said, I got a little, little setup in the garage. Um, you know, I got my Batman stuff. So I decided to make some real estate and, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pull the trigger here soon and, uh, do the back to the future stuff. Cause I want to, I want to get all three of the movie posters and, you know, hang those up along with that. I think that'd be really cool and, and all that. So, um, so what about you, Husfar? Oh man. Uh, I mean, I, I started pulling, the trigger on, uh, I mean, there's there's ones that I've been, you know, wanting to collect for a while, and I actually just pulled the trigger on them. Uh, so there's really none that I still haven't. So I'll, I'll just say the most recent. Um, I just pulled the trigger on the um, the Lightning Collection Power Rangers. Um, nice. I, I'm not going to get all of them. I just want to get the ones from my childhood 
Uh, so Mighty Morphin. I, you know, I grew up in the early '90s, so Mighty. Yeah, those, those are the only Power Rangers. Yes, oh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other ones I would get would be the um, when Tommy was in. I think it was called Dino Thunder. I, you know, I kind of count him as a classic still, so I'll get his his version. Um, but I just got. Um, let's see. I got the Black Ranger, uh, Zach Trini. Um, the Yellow Ranger, Billy, the Blue Ranger, and then I asked for the other ones for Christmas. So the, nice. there's nothing I haven't pulled the trigger on. I, you know, has, <laughs> I'm like you, Justin. I uh, on the Hasbro Legends, I went crazy for a, you know, the, not just a week, but the past like month, just getting them. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, there's always new stuff coming out. You know, I haven't pulled the trigger on the Back to the Future. Um, those, those are certainly cool. And I also don't like feel like the absolute need to have them. Um, one thing though, that I've, I've been thinking about for a little while and haven't because they're just kind of available. You just got to search for them. Um, and instead of looking at new stuff, it's, it's more so going back and, and I think it would be cool to get for, I think obvious reasons, the stomp figures, Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, the, the original, you know, WWF Jack stomp figures. So, uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, you could put together a little stomp display, especially once the, uh, like the real stomp figures come out from, I forget the name of the company that would be putting them out. But anyway, that's, that's mine stomp figures. Uh, mine would definitely be, and I, I put off this urge all the time as, uh, McDonald's toys, um, like happy meal toys. Um, nice. especially like the McDonald land branded ones, like the nuggets and like all the stuff that's like, <laughs> and, and Oh my God. I, like, I have like that. Yes. That's, that's something that like every time I see it in like an antique store, I'm like, Oh, I can't look yeah. at it because like, because I'd, I'd want it all like, and because right. and, and that's one of those things, you know, like Brian talks about like starting lineups, like you can get those for, you know, $3 each and that's fine. Except when you buy 300 of them for $3 each, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? For and you're sure. paying shipping on every single one. Oh so my like, God. Yeah. That's tough. But like, I find myself like now that I've like, now that I've scratched all these itches, like I've, I've, there's like you, Hasvar, like there's a lot that I've gotten into recently, like the lightning collection, like ones that I was putting off. So like lightning collection, playmates, turtles, like cowboys of Moo Mesa. Oh, like, yeah. I've, I've, I've dove into all of those recently. Yeah. And, um, and like, so like that and like the Muppets line, like the really nice Muppets line, like those are the only two, like that and McDonald's are the only two that I'm like really itchy for that. I know are like a really expensive endeavor if I want to dive in. So don't make me talk about it too long or I'll do it. <laughs> I would, I would say that's a pretty good place that, you know, we can, we can put a pin in this because uh, you know, it's, it's been a while. Um, and unless anybody's got something that they want to throw out. No guys, this was an absolute blast. Thanks so much for having yeah. me. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was our pleasure, Absolutely. man. Thank you for joining us. We uh, definitely, uh, definitely appreciate it. And, you know, it was so great to, you know, just hear your story and your background and, uh, you know, we still think your your video sucked, but uh, you know, other than that, <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, you know, you're very very talented, and uh, you know, you have a lot to offer to the group and the community, and uh, you know, we we love everything that you're doing. So you know, keep it up. Uh, you know, keep up the 
a major fitness challenge, um, you know, and just uh, keep rocking, brother. And, you know, can't wait to hear that song. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. So I'm definitely going to kick back, have a cocktail, get the fire lit and uh, listen to that song over and over. And hopefully you mentioned my name and my guns. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for that. So. <laughs> uh, um, and it, gosh, kind of didn't even think about this, but you know, we don't, I don't know that there's like a lot to get into, but it was because of you, Justin, that the whole major world order started to begin with. Yeah. Like, so, like, yeah, I, 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 I kind of got that when I was listening to the first episode that like, I was like, oh, this kind of started as like a Justin Walsh, like hate group. We can be honest. Yeah, we like, hate, we oh, can't stand you. It's, okay. it's funny. It's funny because, like, like all day I was like, "Is this a rib? Like, is this like, a, like, what am I setting myself up for by agreeing to be on the show? Like, is it like I don't know? We're just gonna rip you open. <laughs> no, we like, did. We did talk about having some fun and maybe like yeah. making some like videos where the major world order were taking over till we get our sign. And, yeah, and we, we just, had we had some plans, but then it was. Husfar started getting serious. You know, he started buying masks and, you know, gasoline and duct tape. I'm like, what are you doing, man? (laughs) Guys, I'm not going to lie. Like, this is, I'm sitting in an office chair in the middle of a room solely so that this sign could be right behind me as we're doing this video. So that was my little dig dig back to the fact that you guys hate me. So it's it's fine. One one fig community, right? Uh, Yeah. Well, when we, when we get our, uh, not one sign community, brother. <laughs> yeah, when we get our uh, PWT store up, we're gonna get a, a little shirt that says "We Hate Walsh." <laughs> no, man. Uh, no, it was yeah. we we knew um, that when we first started talking about doing this show that you had to be one of our early people to come on. Uh, oh yeah. You know the origins of this uh, whole thing again would not have started. And it, it, it's not, you know, just because of you, it was, you know, it was, it was because, you know, we all just bonded over the sign and, and we had our woes and pities and, <laughs> but no, um, but no, I've only we, cried we, twice in my life. And that was one of them. Right, we're off the air. It, it's going to be a big cry fest too. <laughs> well, Justin, you know, you said, I, you know, I was a little quiet during this video and I you know usually when I'm around people, I kind of look up to and, you know, envy, and, you know, I, I get quiet and, you know, I, you're the man, dude. Like, you know, Stop, man. no, <laughs> seriously, crazy. like, oh, I appreciate you, it. That's I nice. always see you post in the group and you, you, you know, you, your collection's so awesome and <laughs> everything's awesome. You know, like, your songs, Broski's Frankenstein is great. You know, I, I look up to that. You know, I wish I wish I could be <laughs> I, I, I just, wish I could sing. <laughs> I, I always I, I just want to I've always since day one, I've just wanted to be like a real positive influence on the group. Like what like I don't yeah. care how how I do it or, or how I get there, but like I just want to be the reminder of the power of positivity and, and sure. the person who can come in anything and say, like, hey guys, like Let's sing a song and have a great day. You know what I mean? Because right. that's what it's all yeah. about. So, totally agree. Totally yeah. Agree. Oh, yeah, brother. Whole podcast is about that. We're bringing we're bringing on major marks to hang out and tell their stories, so so people can get to know them even more. So, uh, absolutely. Yeah. All about you know. Again, I think you, what you guys are doing is awesome. This is this. Oh, is so thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take it out of here, Husvar. What do you got? 
Play my fucking music. I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew, I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Claim all the figs. Claim all the merch. Like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan. And Scotty Pippen. With Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Hey, all you major marks, claim all that merchandise. 